Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. those that's watching through Facebook today and through television. I've got a great, great message that God has given me this morning. He always gives us one thing that we can be so thankful for in this house is that God is always giving us revelation. Amen. He's always uh, expounding our revelation and our knowledge of Him. And that's what I want. Amen. I want to know more about Him. I want to learn more. Because the more you know, the less of an advantage the enemy has on you. Let me say that again. The more that you know, the more of an advantage that you have over the enemy. Now, if you got your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. I'm going to teach you something in here today that you thought you knew, but you didn't. You thought you knew it, but you really didn't. And it's going to help you come out of some things. It's going to help things begin to move in your life. If you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like uh, you've prayed and you've cried and you've done this and you've done that and nothing's happening, I'm going to show you something in here today. So I want you to listen. Don't let the enemy distract you. If you're here today and you think the enemy is not in here distracting you, trying to get your focus off of the word, you better think again. Because he doesn't want you to get this. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the what? The word of God. All right, let's open up in prayer. Father, I thank you for your power. I am nothing but your vessel. But Father, we thank you because by your mercy, by your grace... We are able to operate above the normal man. We're able to do things what the world says can't be done. Because with you, all things are possible. I thank you, Father, for your power in here, the anointing that's in here today. May we come to the fullness of the statue of Christ that you want us to come to in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now, Isaiah 10, 27. Look what it says. And it shall come to pass, say that with me, and it shall come to pass, that in that day that his burden shall be taken away of off of his shoulders and his yoke from off your neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of what? Come on, say it one more time. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of what? The anointing. Now, I know that we've been taught all of our lives, and me included, we've been taught all of our lives that it's the anointing. The anointing is the answer, right? Come on. I'm going to break some... I'm going to pull you out of your theology today because we've all been taught this, that all we need is the anointing, right? Just get enough anointing, you're going to break whatever the enemy has off of people. You're going to break his hold. But what if I told you that that is not true? Now, right away, you're going to say, you're going to have to give me some more information. What if I told you that that's not the case? Now, how do I know this? Because I know many people, and so do you, who are anointed. Somebody say, I am anointed. 
Say it one more time so you believe it. I am anointed. I know many people that are anointed by God. I mean, they have an anointing from God. There is no doubt whatsoever, but they are still bound by things of the enemy. Come on. See, one thing you're going to learn here is that here in this ministry, we are real. We don't sugarcoat stuff. We're just real. And the fact is, is that there are many anointed people who are still bound, still oppressed, still attacked by the enemy day and night. So it's very clear that the anointing is not enough. Because watch this. I'm going to show you something about this verse today that wasn't evident before. Now, watch this. See, because many of us, watch this, our mindset is if we get out of our circumstances, everything's going to change. If we get out of our troubles, if we get out of our problems, then everything's going to be okay for us. Is that right? Come on, let's be real. That's our mindset. So our mindset is, Lord, turn this situation around. Lord, make this circumstance go away. But notice what he says right here. He says, the burden shall be lifted off of you. The yoke shall be destroyed. Because of what? Because of the anointing. But watch this. The Hebrew doesn't say the anointing. Uh Uh-oh. Somebody say, come on now. The, The Hebrew doesn't say anointing. Do you know what the Hebrew says? The Hebrew says... Because of his fatness, the yoke shall be destroyed. Let me say that one more time. Because of his fatness, the yoke shall be destroyed. Now, this fatness that I'm talking about is not related to a physical appearance. Before you get too excited. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. This word fatness, I want you to picture this. It is an ox becoming so fat and so enlarged that the yoke that was upon him, it can, come on somebody, it can no longer hold him. The yoke that was upon him, that was guiding him, directing him, wherever it wanted him to go, it had to go. Because the ox becomes so fat, becomes so enlarged, the yoke is now broken off of him and can no longer hold him. Is anybody getting this today? See, God wants you to become fat in the spirit. Somebody say this with me. Say, become fat in the spirit. So it's not that you are anointed that's going to cause the enemy to back up off of you. And I'm going and watch this, and you know that this is the case because it, there are some of you in here this morning, and some of you that's watching through Facebook or whatever, you are anointed, but you are bound. Come on, you are anointed, but you are sick and depressed and busted and disgusted, and you're wondering why. Hey, I thought the answer was the anointing, right? I thought the answer is is if I have the anointing on me, the enemy cannot touch me. No, no, no. You have to become fat in the spirit. Can somebody say amen if you're with me? So let me say this again. This word fatness in the Hebrew pictures, watch, it is a 
uh, it is a statement referring to an ox becoming so fat that the yoke that was once upon him no longer fits him. Oh, I'm, I'm getting somewhere now. It no longer fits him. See, sometimes you don't need a breakthrough. It got real quiet. Let me say that one more time. Sometimes you don't need a breakthrough. Now, yes, there are times that you need a breakthrough and there are times that God needs to supernaturally come down and just bust this thing up. But there are other times you need to become fat. Can you say amen? See, you've never heard that in church before, have you? You need to become fat. You need to learn how to become enlarged in the spirit. Let me say this right here, and if you're taking notes, write this down. It's not how anointed you are. It's about how much of God you can release out of you. Let me say it like this. Everybody in here has the fullness of God already in them. Your Bible tells you that. How many has Christ? Raise your hand. You have Christ? Yes, you have Christ. The Bible says in Christ dwells the fullness of God. The fullness of the Godhead. So therefore, watch this. If you have Christ and you are in Christ, you have the fullness of God in you right now. Well, what's the problem? The problem is it's not being released. See, let me tell you something. You don't need me to tell you how to get out of your circumstance so much as you need me to tell you who you are. See, because when you learn who you are, reason why the enemy can keep you bound is because you don't know who you are. Would you rather me just tell you something cute or would you rather me tell you the truth? The truth is, whatever area of my life that he still has me bound is clear that that's an area that I still don't know who I am. So when the Hebrew says, when you become fat... It is telling you when you become so enlarged in the spirit of who you are in Christ, that bondage, that yoke will be broken off of you. Can somebody say amen if you're with me? So let me say this key point one more time. It's not how anointed you are. It's not. You don't need more anointing. I know a lot of Pentecostals right now, you just went, what? You don't need more anointing. You have the fullness of God in you. What you need to learn is how to release more of the anointing out of you. You need to learn how to release the fullness of God out of you. Now, look at Hosea 4, 6. Look at Hosea 4, 6. Listen to what it says. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of what? Knowledge. 
It doesn't say a lack of the anointing. It says a lack of what? Knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you. Now, what is he saying here? So let's look at this. If your fatness in the spirit destroys the yoke, right? But God says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It can only mean one thing. Are you ready? Your lack of knowing the highest realm of knowledge is what's causing you from not becoming fat in the spirit, enlarged in the spirit. When you see that word, lack of knowledge, that word knowledge in the Hebrew means highest knowledge. God's knowledge. How many knows that God's knowledge is the highest knowledge? A good example, a very good example is this right here. How many came in here with aches and pains in your body? Raise your hand. Come on. All right, that's not the highest knowledge. If you look in 1 Peter 2.24, you will see God's knowledge concerning that. He said, I took your sin. I bore it on the tree. That now you don't live under sin, but you live under righteousness. And by my stripes, you were healed. That is the highest realm of knowledge that there is. The knowledge is you're already healed. But guess what? If you don't know that, how can you live by it? See, the verse, watch this. The verse means a lack of knowing the highest knowledge is keeping you yoked. How many is still bound by the enemy in certain areas? If you are, then watch this. It means you have not come up to the highest knowledge in that area. It's not to shame or condemn you. It just means there's more room to grow. Are you, are you hearing me? See, when something's not working in your life, you shouldn't get offended or upset. You know what you should do? You should go back to the drawing board. See, I, I love to learn something. Are you listening to me? I love to learn something. And when I look at other men and women of God and I see something working for them, I don't say, why is it working for them and it's not working for me? No, I go and I say, all right, teach me. What is it that you know that I don't know? And when I learn what they know, guess what? It will work for me. And guess what? It will work for you also. So watch. So you know, watch this. Here, here's our problem. Watch this. We know the us that walks the earth, right? How many knows your physical self? Yeah, you know. You know what you look like, amen? You know what this body feels like right now? You know that part of you. You even know the soulless part of you. You know your will, right? You know what you like? Come on. How many knows what they like? How many knows... Their emotions. How many knows what emotions you struggle with and what emotions you don't struggle with? Okay. So here's, here's my point. You know those two parts of you. The problem is, is we know very little about the highest part of us, which is our spirit. Do you know what part of you is made in the image and the likeness of God? Now, I know some of us look in the mirror and we say, this right here. No, this is not it. The, the part of us that's made in the image and the likeness of God is our spirit. Amen. 
Your spirit is born again right now. Amen? It's born again. It's made in the image and the likeness of God. And the problem is, is we know very little about our spirit, which operates by that highest knowledge. So, so we lack knowledge of the part of us that sits with Christ right now in heavenly places. So how many knows you're sitting right now in this church, right? Your mind is here, or it may be at Walmart or wherever. But guess what? Do you know that right now that there is a part of you that the Bible says you are seated with Christ in heavenly places? Turn to your neighbor and say, that's the part you need to know. That's the part you need to know about. You need to become more acquainted with that part of you. Now look at Exodus 1, verses 8 through 12. Exodus 1, verses 8 through 12. It says, Now there rose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on now, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when they are fallen out of any war, they will join unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. How many has been afflicted with your burdens? Now listen to this. So they afflicted them with their burden, and they built for Pharaoh treasured cities, Python, and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, pay attention to this, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. So let me say it like this. The more the enemy afflicted them, the fatter they became. Oh, somebody get this. <clears throat> so right here is an interesting passage because it gives us a glimpse of the enemy's mindset. See, you think the enemy thinks that you are nothing and you think that the enemy thinks that you are not powerful or anything like that. But the pro watch this. The real truth is, is he is afraid of you. But oftentimes, guess what? When somebody is afraid of you, they don't do what you think they should do. They don't run away. A lot of times they will attack you. Are you hearing me? And that is what the enemy does. When he is afraid of people, he attacks them. He goes after them. Why? Because watch it. Notice what the enemy says here. He says, we cannot let them become fat. See, I've, I've come to tell you this morning that the enemy does not want you to become fat in the spirit. Because when you become fat in the spirit, his yokes no longer fit you. Can somebody hear me today? See, his yokes, his bondages no longer fit you and he can no longer bound you. That's why he tries so hard to keep you from knowing who you are. He does that through circumstances, situations, whatever. We know all that, right? We know that he does these things to try to take our confidence. Well, if I was really a man of God, if I was really a woman of God, then I wouldn't be going through this and I wouldn't be dealing with that. You know what I'm talking about. But I want to point something else out to you. Now notice, watch this. 
the more that the enemy afflicted them, the fatter they became. Well, hold on a minute. I thought, watch this, I thought you have to be delivered before you can increase. You better hear me, church. I thought, watch this, I thought before God can do something through you, you got to come out of that situation. See, I, I'm, I'm going to change your way of thinking in here this morning. Because too many of us, listen, God is not so much interested in delivering you out of something as He is for you to become fat in the Spirit. In other words, His top priority is for you to become fat and enlarged in the Spirit. Why? Here's why. Watch this. Because when you become fat in the Spirit... What used to contain you and what used to hold you will no longer hold you anyways. Are you hearing me? So watch this, my God. Watch this. So your mindset should not be so much, God, get me out of this. Get me out of that. Your mindset should be, God, increase me in this. Enlarge me while I'm in the middle of this. Because watch this. When you become enlarged and when you increase, it can't hold you anyways. Somebody needs to say hallelujah in here. It can't hold you. Notice that God didn't deliver them right away. Did you, did you notice that? But regardless, they multiplied they grew even the more that they were afflicted. Are you hearing me? So watch this. Every time the enemy tried to put the yoke on them, they kept pushing it off because they were becoming fat in the spirit. My God, somebody get this. So watch. Look at 1 Corinthians 13, 11. This is the Amplified Classic Version. Look at this right here. It says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But now that I have become a man. Say it with me like this. Now that I have grown, I am done with childish ways. Notice that somebody didn't force him to be done with it. He said in his own mind, I am done with childish ways and I have put them aside. Listen to me. God doesn't, can I show you, can I reveal something to you in here today? That God doesn't do like the religious world does. He does, watch this. The religious world, when you get saved, you become a baby again. Is that right? You become born again. You have to relearn everything. So watch this. So God doesn't take you as a baby, or excuse me, I should say it like this. The religious world wants to get you saved as a baby, right? Have you having a job and out on your own by the end of the week? What are you saying, Pastor? They want you to come in and get saved and stop doing this, stop doing that, stop that, don't do this, don't do that. All right, do this right here. Clean this up right here. Do this right here. It doesn't work that way. Are you hearing me? God doesn't operate that way. <clears throat> Can I reveal something to you in here this morning? 
Everybody in here has things that they struggle with and deal with. Do you ever wonder why God doesn't specifically deal with you on those things? He doesn't specifically call you out on those things. Because, watch this, I'm going to reveal something to you. Watch this, because he knows you're going to outgrow it. Did you hear what I said? He knows that this is just in the middle of your process. This is just something, one of your childish ways. And you're going to come to the point where you're going to get tired of doing it and you're going to put it away. I'm done with it. It, Watch this. It could be an addiction. It could be uh, something in your emotions, anger, problems, issues, whatever. God, so many times, He doesn't specifically call you out on these things. And the reason why is because He knows that there will come a time where you will lay it down. What, What did He say? He said, when I grew up. How many wants to grow in the Spirit? Come on. When you grow up. Guess what? You begin to put these childish things to the side. It's it's real simple to understand. When you first got saved, nothing bothered you a whole lot. But the closer you got with God, the more you walk with God, the little things you begin to pay attention to, the details you become, watch this, you no longer wanted to go to the places that you used to go. You no longer wanted to hear certain things that you used to hear. And the reason for that is, guess what? When I was a child, I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. And I'm telling you right now, the religious world has messed this up. Because they want to take people in immediately and perfect them. It doesn't work that way. It is a process. Somebody say, it is a process. And part of your process of becoming fat is, guess what? When you begin to become fat in the Spirit, when you begin to become enlarged in the Spirit, those things that used to bind you down addictions, whatever, that used to bind you down, guess what? You will come to the place where you say, I no longer want this, and you will lay it down. Now, see, that's going totally against your mindset. You're thinking to yourself right now, how in the world can I do this? Because we've been taught the only, re- the only way you get free is if somebody comes up here and says, I bind this thing, I break this thing off you in the name of Jesus. How many used to do things, and you look back and you say to yourself, I was so dumb for doing that. Well, what changed? Did some angel from heaven come down and say, I break this off? No. You came to the point where you said, I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of getting angry all the time. I'm tired of being bound by this addiction. I'm tired. That's why, watch this, the Bible says, since we know that we have such a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every what? Weight and what? Sin that so easily what? Besets us. See, that doesn't happen overnight. That happens as you grow. As you mature, as you become fat in the Spirit, these things that used to hold you down, somebody needs to help me, these things that used to bind you down, guess what? You will begin to lay them to the side. That's what the Bible says. You'll begin to lay them to the side. But it only happens when you become fat. 
How is the how is the yoke destroyed by the anointing? No. How is the yoke destroyed? It is destroyed by your fatness in the spirit. The more you become large, enlarged in your spirit, man, that yoke of the enemy that used to have you firmly secured can no longer hold you. You want more proof? How many, watch this, how many used to struggle in your finances? I remember Stevie came up and gave his testimony a while back. He said, I used to have to charge on a credit card just to get the work. And I thought to myself, how in the world am I going to pay my tithe? Right? Isn't that what you said? How in the world? But guess what? It is now easy for him to do that. What happened? He became fatter. Not physically, obviously. But he became fatter in the spirit. So guess what? That yoke of financial trouble that the enemy used to have on him. Are, are you learning something here today? That yoke that used to have him can no longer contain him. His fatness in the spirit is breaking that yoke off of him. And so now, guess what? He just laid it to the side. You say that's too easy. No, the religious world makes it too hard. They make it too hard to get healed. They make it too hard to be delivered. Come on. They make it too hard to be blessed. It's not that hard. Can somebody say amen? It's not that hard. You just do what God said to do. All right, so watch this. Look at Psalms 4, 1. Psalms chapter 4, verse 1. It says, hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness that has what? Read that with me. What has he done? Come on. What has he done? Say it one more time a little louder. What has he done? He's enlarged you. When I was in what? So he didn't wait to enlarge me after I got out. Come on. He didn't wait till I got out of my trouble to begin to make me fat in the spirit. No, God wants to make you fat in the spirit right in the middle of your trouble, right in the middle of your brokenness, right in the middle of your bondage. That's where God wants to begin to enlarge you. <laughs> Why? Because when he does that, let's go back to Isaiah, the yoke is what? Destroyed. That that has been distressing you, that that has been binding you up, will become broken off of you when you become fat in the Spirit. All right, so stop praying for breakthrough all the time. Lord, just give me breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. And start asking God to make you fat. I know this is tripping us up right now because most of the time we're saying, Lord, take this weight from me. Amen. Come on. Take this way for help me to lose weight. But there are times that you need to be fat, and that's in the spirit. Amen. We need to start praying prayer. Lord, make me fat in the spirit. Enlarge me. Enlarge my borders. Come on. That's what Jabez prayed. Are you hearing me? He said, oh, that you would bless me, that you would enlarge my territory. And the Bible says that God granted his request. He had to do something because his mother named him sorrow. 
Are you hearing me? And back then, when somebody named you something, they was pronouncing something over you. It's not like today. We like, oh, I like how that name sounds. No, back then it was, see, his mother had a sorrowful birth, so she named him Sorrow. And Jabez said to himself, I got to do something about this. Amen? Because parents, you have the power to bless your children. So he says, I've got to do something about it. So he asked God, bless me, Lord, that you would keep me from trouble and that you would enlarge me. And the Bible says God granted his request. You want to know why? Because God wants to enlarge you. He wants to increase you. He wants you to become a giant in the spirit realm. As a matter of fact, I believe that God has told uh, a few people in here before. He's prophesied over you and told you that you are a giant in the spirit. Well, I don't feel like a giant. That's because you don't know. What you don't know can and will hurt you. It can. Now, so God, watch this. Can I help some people in here today? God doesn't want, he doesn't want to just deliver you out of sickness. He wants to enlarge you past sickness. He wants to enlarge you so much that that yoke of sickness can't be placed on you. Hear me what I'm saying in here today. See, one of the assignments on my life and on this ministry, God said, I'm going to raise you up to break the enemy's hold off of people. Now, part of that is laying hands on him and breaking his hold, but a part of that is teaching you how to get past his yoke. Let me help you in here. God doesn't want to just heal you all the time. He wants to bring you to a place of divine health. Come up. God doesn't want to just give you a financial breakthrough every month. Praise the Lord. I was able to pay my bills again. God's got something better. Somebody say amen. He wants to bring you to a place of prosperity, abundance. And to do that, though, he's got to make you fat. See, our answer is, God, just deliver me out of this financial. No, no, no. Enlarge me. So that it will never fit me again. Are you hearing what I said? Let me ask you a question. Does poverty fit you now? Does sickness fit you now? Or are you so fat in the spirit? Are you so enlarged in the spirit that every time the enemy tries, it won't even fit on your neck? Come on. It won't even fit on you. See, that's, that's what's called being transformed. He said, don't be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing of what? A higher knowledge. Woo! I'm going to buy this tape myself. So God wants to do that for you. He doesn't want to just keep bailing you out. Now, God is the God that will bail you out. He is the God that is a present help in times of trouble. But, he, but better than that, He wants to bring you to a place of maturity where you don't keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. Now let's go back to that baby again. When a child is small 
and, and they do things that are childish. Sometimes it's kind of cute, right? We'll say, oh, oh, it's okay. But guess what? When a grown adult gets up here and does that, it's not cute anymore. It's not cute. And that's the same thing with God. What you Watch this. The Bible says there's one little verse that gives us a secret. And it's in the book of Acts. Where it says that God in times past used to wink at the things that people did. You know, things that they were caught up in. Things that they, they had no business doing, but God winked at it in the past. But now he calls all men unto repentance. That's what that verse says. God is, watch this, God is no longer winking at the church. Saying, oh yeah, I know, you should know better, but it's all right. No, he's calling his people up. Up. You're it's time you start living like I've created you to live. It's time for you to stop living how the world says you are to live. And I'm not just talking about more immorals. I'm talking about when it comes to your health, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your emotional health, when it comes to your relationships. Quit going by what the world says you should do and start going by what I say you should do. Amen? All right. Last verse, Galatians 4. 9. Galatians 4, 9. This is Paul speaking. He says, but now, after you have, what? Known God. Do you know Him? Do you know what He says about your health? Do you know what He says about your finances? Do you know what He says about your power and who you are in Him? Well, Paul says, if you know this, how do you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto you desire again to be in what? Ah, uh, uh, so watch this, watch. So, if me becoming fat in the spirit will cause the yoke of the enemy to no longer fit me, it will destroy it, it will break it off. Then how does Paul say you can go back under that yoke? Watch this. The only way you become yoked again is you have to lead, literally shrink. How many has a pair of pants? Come on. That got so tight you couldn't fit them. And you shrunk. You shed the holiday pounds or whatever. And you begin. What happened? What, could no, what can no longer hold you now can hold you. Is that right? The only way the enemy, what he had over you, can now entrap you again is you literally have to shrink in the spirit. And the only way you shrink in the spirit is if you come down from this knowledge to this knowledge. You want to know what that sounds like? I know what the Bible says, but... You just told me, I know what the highest knowledge says, but I'm going to go by this knowledge. Which Paul says is weak. It's beggarly. It's, it's, it's fallible. Mm -hmm. 
So while the fatness in the spirit will destroy the yoke of the enemy, your lack of fatness in the spirit, you're shrinking back. The Bible says, God says this verse in Hebrews. He says, I take no pleasure in those who shrink back. Amen. Who draws back. I don't take any pleasure in those kind of people. I take pleasure in those who will stand. Amen. Who will stand. And the, as Paul said, I fought a good fight. I fought the fight of faith. Amen. I stood my ground. I held on. I would not let go. Those are the kind of people that God says, those people please me. When they refuse to give up on what I promised them and what I told them they could have. And who I told them that they are. So the only way, the only way, if you're in here this morning and you say, what used to no longer hold me is now holding me. What used to not even touch me is now touching me. It is evident. That you have shrunk in the spirit. Is everybody with me? You've shrunk. And the only way you shrink. Is if you come off of this knowledge. When you come off of this knowledge. And you start living like everybody else. Well you know I know what the Bible says. But we need to use wisdom. We need to do this. We need to do that. You know all that language. What you're doing is, is you, you don't know it, but you are shrinking in the spirit. And as you shrink in the spirit, the enemy comes. How many knows the enemy will try to come back periodically and try to put something on you? You better believe it. I got healed and it seemed like a symptom came back about five months later. That's the enemy trying to come back to see if you'll take it. Did you hear me? He will come back periodically. The Bible says even after... Jesus stomped his head in the ground. The Bible says he went away for a season. That mean, That's telling me there was a time he came back. So he would periodically come back and see if that yoke will fit on you again. But as long as you stay fat... Come on, somebody. As long as you keep increasing. See, this is how the kingdom of God works. There is never a final point. Are you hearing me? You just keep getting larger and larger and larger in the spirit. I I'll tell you something that God told me many years ago. He said, I'm going to let you know right now that the anointing that you have, it will never be enough. You will always want more, 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 and more. And here's what he said. He said, there will always be more. Woo, come on. There, are, there is always more anointing for you. Those of you that's in here this morning that wants to go deeper in God, you will never reach the bottom. You will never reach the top of that mountain. You'll keep climbing and keep climbing and keep climbing. Why? Because there is no end to God. Somebody say amen. There is no end to him. So what should I do? Heather, come on up and play. What should I do? The question becomes then, okay, if the secret to this thing is fatness, how do I stay fat? That's what we need to learn, right? How do I stay fat? How do I stay at a place where I am enlarging in the spirit? I want everybody to listen to this. 
Because if you go out of here not knowing how you become fat, you'd missed everything. How do I stay fat? I operate on the knowledge that I already have. What is it that you know about health in God? What is it that you know about it? What is it that you know about finances? What is it that you know about character? What is it that you know about the anointing or the ways of the Spirit? That that you know, you stay on it. Are you hearing me? You stay on it. See, this is how the kingdom of God works. People are on different levels, right? And we can look at other people and we can say, okay, I want to be at the level that they are. Then do what they're doing. Amen. Learn from them. That's why Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. So you operate on what you know. But how many knows that there's more? All right, so watch this. This is how I stay fat in the Spirit. Watch. I will operate on what I know, while at the same time, I will stretch to know more. Come on. See, guess what? I need fed just like you do. I have to feed myself. I have to feed myself on other men and women of God. Why? Because they know something that I don't know. Paul said, if you come to the place where you think you know all, you know nothing. And can I shock you? It has nothing to do with how long you've been a Christian. Because I know people that's been saved for 30, 40, 50 years that are still in diapers. Because they refuse to become fat in the spirit. Like I said, they know the them that walks on the earth. They know their self, that their mind and emotions, but they refuse to learn of their spirit. Amen. When I read in my Bible, if you walk in the spirit, you will not what? Fulfill the lust of the flesh. What's that mean? You will grow to where you will put these things to the side. Now they no longer interest me anymore. They no longer interest me anymore. I'm done with it. Isn't that awesome? So how do I know that I'm becoming fat in the spirit? How do I know? What used to hold me no longer holds me. Amen. If the things that used to bind you, used to so easily beset you, no longer easily beset you, that lets you know you're growing. Amen. That lets you know, hey, I'm getting mature. I'm growing. I'm becoming fat in the spirit. I'm enlarged. God is enlarging me. Is things still going on in your life? Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with it. See, you will outgrow your poverty. Woo, Jesus. You will outgrow the sickness. You will outgrow the trouble. You will outgrow the bad relationship. You'll outgrow these things. See, we've been doing it opposite. Lord, get me out of these things so I can grow. No, God says, I'm going to grow you so that you will never be bound by these things ever again. Somebody needs to lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm not praying for breakthrough today. I'm praying for growth. Enlarge me. Teach me. Shape me. Mold me. You are the potter and I am your clay. Come on. Enlarge my borders and make me to become fat in the spirit so that the yoke of the enemy can no longer hold me. It can't bind me anymore. It's not even my reality anymore. It's not my mindset anymore. Come on, somebody. Because watch this. I can deliver you out of whatever, but if it's still your mindset, you'll find yourself right back in it. But notice what it said about the prodigal son. It said, he came to himself. In other words, he looked around and said, what am I doing here? This is not me. This is not where I belong. But had anybody tried to come to him and say, you need to get out of here. You need to come on. You know you're not supposed to be here. It wouldn't have done any good. That's why I talk. Listen to me. Can I help some people in here today? We all like to help people, don't we? But some people need to learn. Boy, did, did I say that right? I said some people need to learn. If you keep bailing people out, bailing people out, bailing people out, bailing people out, they're going to keep doing the same thing. But let them learn. Come on. Let them find out for themselves. I don't want to be here anymore. You'll never have to bail them out again. Are you hearing me? And that's what God's doing with you. He said, I'm going to cause you to grow up. Come on, somebody. If you're going through this and you're going through that, don't get discouraged. Stevie, how many times did you, you text me? And I know you don't care me saying this. Uh, you text me and say, man, I, I'm so discouraged about this, about that. I said, listen, these things used to hold me down too. And I said, you will get to the place they won't hold you anymore. It's called growth. So many times we look at other people and we compare ourselves to other people. You're not on their track. You are on the track that God has you. That's why he says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That means, God, where do you have me? If I look at so-and-so and say, oh, well, they're blessed over there. Let me go over there. God didn't call you over there. He called you right here. Come on. Just ask Lot. God didn't call Abraham to Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, this is the place I have for you. But Lot said, it looks a lot better over there. Did you learn something here today? Put your hands together. And give God some praise in this house. Come on. Give God some praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has anointed you. He, all of His power is in you. You just have to learn to release it. And it is based on how much you know. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Prophetic Faith, the podcast edition. For partnering information or for prayer requests, you can go to our website at www.accelerantfaith.org or you may email us at accelerantfaith at yahoo.com. And just remember, one word from God can change 
anything.